The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello there and welcome to episode 271. I hope that wherever you are that your OCD isn't playing up too much. Um, However, if it is and you would like some help with that, then you can get a free session with me. To get that, all you need to do is to head over to my website at robertjamescoaching.com. There you can uh, book yourself that free session directly. Or if you prefer, uh, you can send me a message and let me know about what you're struggling with. In today's podcast, well, at the start of every podcast, um, I, I, I have this phrase that I like to say, um, and, and that is, live the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Um, so you've probably heard me saying this many, many times if you listen to the podcast on a regular basis. And, um, you know, of course, you probably have a general understanding of, of what that means, but maybe it's, uh, it's difficult to understand how exactly to do that. Um, So today we're going to be kind of unpacking that, how you can actually start living the life you choose rather than than the one chosen by your fears, which unfortunately is so often what happens when we're struggling with OCD. Uh, If you find the podcast helpful, it would be great if you could follow and like on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at robertjamescoachinguk. Also, I now have a Patreon. Um, There's a few people who've signed up now, which is great. So thank you very much to them. Uh, to sign up to the the Patreon, you can um, you can follow the uh, link in the show notes. Um, there's different levels of membership, and it really does help uh, in terms of the podcast. So if you fancy doing that, um, if you, if you fancy considering that, that would be great. So there we go, guys. That is it. I really hope that you enjoy. As always, if you have any questions, do please let me know. And off we go. <laughs> One of the biggest issues when it comes to OCD is that it's actually kind of dictating the terms of how we uh, live our lives. It's kind of telling us, you know, you you are afraid of these things. And, you know, as long as you are afraid of these things, then you're not going to be able to to focus on anything else. You're not going to be able to live the life that that you want because these fears are always going to come up and they're always going to get in the way. And it doesn't matter what you do, you're kind of powerless. You don't have the ability to to change this situation. And this is a really difficult feeling and message that many people struggle with with OCD, this kind of disempowerment. And, you know, when I was, uh, you know, starting my, my coaching business and starting off this podcast, I wanted to, to kind of think of something, a phrase that encapsulates uh, my approach to kind of dealing with OCD and anxiety, uh, you know, something that that would really sum up um, the things that I do that really help me when I'm, you know, when I'm really struggling. And that's when I came up with this uh, phrase. 
to live the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Because as I was just alluding to uh, there at the start, unfortunately with OCD, all too often what tends to happen is we do start living our, our life according to our fears. And, um, you know, so, so what my approach is all about really is trying to turn that on its head, trying to find a way to, to realize actually, because it is, it is a kind of realization that needs to happen. First, it's a kind of surface uh, level realization, but over time, it becomes a deeper realization. And that is that actually you have a lot more power and control over your situation than you than you may realize that you know that you don't have to be stuck that when it comes to getting lost in ruminations and you know getting stuck in rituals and endless compulsions it feels like uh, and the OCD wants to make it feel as if we don't have any power that we're just stuck and it's it's really really not true and you know this is what this phrase is all about and so what I, what I think it's, um, you know, what we need to focus on when it, comes to, when it comes to this and actually applying it, because obviously it's all very well. It sounds like a really positive thrase, you know, to, 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 to kind of live the life you choose and, and not the one chosen by your fears. It's like, yeah, great. That's what I want to do. Fantastic. But as with all things OCD, you know, it's like, well, how do I actually do that though, Rob? Um, can you please explain to me, uh, you know, how to, to, to kind of break this down? How do I actually live the life I choose? Um, you know, so a big part of my work does focus in on things like acceptance commitment therapy, the Wim Hof method. Um, and what these approaches are, are all about is, you know, getting on with your life despite discomfort perhaps being there in the background choosing to focus on the things that you really want to focus on rather than just allowing the negativity and all of the obsessions and intrusive thoughts you know to be the thing that you're giving all of your attention to all the time what we're really up to in in my approach is really trying to keep your attention where you want it to be and not allowing the OCD to take that power away from you. Now, of course, I know what it's like sometimes. I know when, when we're really struggling, um, you know, it's so difficult, so, so difficult because, you know, the thoughts are so, so relentless. The anxiety is so high and it can feel like you don't have any choice but to, to focus on, on the thoughts. Um, you know, fortunately, this this isn't the case. We do always have a choice. Um, but we do need to find a way to, to actually make ourselves feel empowered. Um, and, you know, so in if we take the example of uh, acceptance commitment therapy, um, living your life uh, in the way you choose here is, is simply by actually consciously thinking about what you value in life. What are the things that really make your life meaningful? What, who are the people that you really care about? What are the activities and hobbies that, you know, make you feel excited and positive uh, about the world? Um, you know, what is the work that is interesting to you? Or, you know, what elements of your work, if, if your work is something that you do find difficult, perhaps there's certain parts of it that, that you do like, um, you know, really choosing and, and actually thinking about 
what your values are. If you can't actually reflect too well on what your values are right now, perhaps you can think about in your ideal life, what would your values be? If you were to choose them, if you wanted to be a certain kind of person, what would your values be? That That's also a valid way of doing it. Something that I do uh, recommend people to do actually with, with this is to find a values list. Um, if you uh, if you go to, um, I think it's the Happiness Trap resources, um, there the, the author of the Happiness Trap, Russ Harris, has um, a list of different values. And what you can do is go through all of those values and uh, tick off any that are interesting to you. And once you've done that, then you whittle those down to your to your top 10. Um, now, you don't need to be uh, absolutely perfectionistic about this or obsessive about it, which is what um, I've certainly done in the past. Just try to be, you know, try to do it fairly quickly if you can. If you want to change it in the future, you can. Um, but just to have a general a general idea of what your values are can be very helpful and then try to order them from one to ten in terms of the most important down to the least important out of those ten and then you can even if you like you can even score them um, from uh, one to ten in terms of how much you're actually living your life by each of those values right now um, and it might surprise you. There might be a couple of values there that are really important to you that, you know, that are maybe a number two or number three in your list. But actually, you're not living your life uh, in accordance with them whatsoever. And, you know, to be honest, when we do get out of touch with values, uh, which happens far too easily when we're struggling with OCD, because generally speaking, we prefer to just sit and worry and think about the thoughts rather than getting into our life. And this is one of the biggest mistakes that we can make. Um, you know, and so when you get out of touch with values because you're focused on anxiety and obsessions the whole time, generally speaking, your world becomes smaller. Um, you know, if we're not getting out into our life and, and actually getting engaged with things, of course, it's, it's more likely that we're going to, you know, focus on negativity, that we're going to, you know, start to get a bit of a low mood or even a depression. Um, it's more likely that we're, we're going to struggle. And so really trying to get in touch with those values and allowing them, if you like, to kind of lead you and motivate you. So when you're finding it difficult to perhaps walk away from an obsession. If you know what your values are and perhaps you've got them displayed somewhere where you can see them, then it can remind you, okay, I could get on with this project or I could do this or I could do that, rather than just, uh, you know, sitting here and thinking about this obsession uh, for the uh, 15th time in the last 10 minutes. Um, you know, this kind of approach is really, really helpful and obviously... Other things with acceptance commitment therapy also include coming back into the present moment, learning how to refocus your attention onto the things that you really want to focus on rather than, you know, allowing the mind uh, to, to go to unhelpful things, which left on its own, unfortunately, generally speaking, that is what the mind will do, particularly if you struggle with OCD. It will tend to catastrophize and go to the negative things. So if we can get into this habit 
of learning how to focus our attention onto our values, onto the positive things that we choose to focus on. And, you know, kind of bring the uncomfortable feelings and anxieties and other things along for the journey. This is a much, much better way of, of dealing with, with OCD, um, you know, rather than just trying to problem solve it all the time, which we know, unfortunately, only leads to, to more obsessions and more anxiety. Um, and when I say bring the, in, bring the anxiety and the obsessions uh, and the thoughts along for the ride, this isn't a defeatist uh, approach. I'm not saying you should just, you know, that's it, you've just got OCD, get on with it. Um, although, you know, to a certain extent, I, I kind of am. Um, but it's not defeatist because, you know, you're not doing this and just thinking, well, I'm always going to have these thoughts now and it's always going to be terrible and I'm just going to have to live, you know, try to get on anyway. The, the truth is that the more that we actually get into our life and focus on our values and, and practice this ability that we have to be more mindful, to live more in the present, generally speaking, you're, what you're doing is you're developing new habits. Over time, you can develop new neuropathways. And this new um, approach to life becomes more habitual for you and, and more easy to do. And, you know, the less attention and energy that you give to your obsessions, um, over time, the less likely it is that your mind is going to focus on them. So whilst, you know, first of all, when you first start doing this, the obsessions might still be there and it might still be quite annoying because they're there. But, you know, if you focus on that, if you focus on, well, I have to get rid of them right now, um, unfortunately, it's likely that you're going to stay stuck or even you're going to aggravate those obsessions even more because you're kind of demanding that they be gone, you know, straight away. Whereas if you can take that approach of, I'm going to focus on my values, I'm going to keep refocusing every time I get distracted by my thoughts, and I'm going to keep coming back to the present, what you're going to do over time is you're going to develop that ability to live in the present and to, to focus on more helpful and, and positive things and to just allow those, um, you know, those obsessions to begin to disappear into the background you know, we're not focusing on them so much. And so over time, they do begin to dampen down. Now, something else that's been helpful for me in terms of this, you know, choosing, uh, choosing the life I, I want rather than the one chosen by my fears is, you know, the Wim Hof method, because the Wim Hof method really is all about developing your, your strength of mind, your mindset, your ability to, to be able to um, deal with discomfort um, and, and challenging situations and you know to keep coming back to the present moment again if you choose to learn about the Wim Hof method then of course I recommend that you go and do it with uh, an instructor so that you can do it in a safe way um, but what I what I found myself with with training um, with the Wim Hof method is that you can develop this ability uh, in in the cold in you know doing cold showers for example where you learn how to remain positive despite being in a very uncomfortable place and you know this is almost what OCD is challenge, challenging us to do anyway. It's like, for me, I, I, I sometimes view it in this way, that the OCD on certain days uh, tends to get worse for some reason. And when it does, 
it's kind of a challenge. The OCD is challenging me to get into my life and to focus and do the things I want to do, despite the fact that I might be feeling very anxious and there's a lot of, you know, unhelpful thoughts going through my mind. Um, on those occasions, you know, things like the Wim Hof method can be very helpful because if you're doing uh, regular cold showers or if you do the occasional um, two-minute ice bath here and there, what you can do is is you can develop that ability to get comfortable with the uncomfortable, um, you know, and that's something that you can then apply to so many different areas of your life. And so I do highly recommend if you're at all interested in finding out about the Wim Hof Method that you do go and do a, a workshop or, you know, get in touch with me if you like. I'm a Wim Hof instructor. I'll be more than happy to do some uh, some coaching with you around the, the Wim Hof principles. Um, but yeah, I really wanted to kind of unpack, you know, the phrase, um, live the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears, because I'm saying it, you know, every day at the start of this podcast. And, you know, it's really important. It's something that I try to think about almost every day. And, um, you know, it, it really helps to keep me on track and keep me focused when, you know, the OCD starts to, to flare up sometimes, which fortunately doesn't happen too much these days. Anyway, guys, uh, that's it. I really hope that you enjoyed. As always, if you have any questions, do please let me know. And many thanks. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist or any other medical or mental health professional.